Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello. And welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined in the podcast studio by the one and only Mr. Danny Ward. Hello, everyone. Lovely stuff. There we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Jokes podcast. Uh, This is uh, the second part of the wedding speech themed podcast uh last week we had my good friend tom packman he came in we well, didn't come in we did it over zoom about two years ago uh and we had loads of really nice feedback about that so thanks everybody i'm glad you enjoyed it and this is the second half of that where we are going to get down and dirty with my best man speech from barbados so we've already recorded that though, haven't we? we've already recorded it so this is the intro and then we're going to play the recording and then come back out. There's a lot of plates spinning at the moment. There's a lot going on at the moment, Danny. We're busy on the tour. That's got me uh, mugs to think about. Got, got <laughs> <laughs> How are the mugs doing, Danny? They're doing pretty good. They are, aren't they? Doing pretty good. We had, we did we didn't sell them at uh, one of the gigs recently, did we? Should we tell them why behind the little peep behind the curtain? Yeah, we won't tell them what venue. No, no, obviously not that. But, but I, mean, uh, I guess the people that went to that venue and then didn't get a mug. We'll probably know. Well, actually, you say that, but then people might think it was Leicester Square. But we didn't not do them at Leicester Square because of that reason. Oh, yeah. We didn't do them at Leicester Square because we took it all in on the bloody tube. Oh. This is not what I was promised. No more props. Next next tour, zero props. I thought we'd have private jets, limousines. <laughs> um, we were hiking it all over on the tube I was midnight. stressed that it was your idea. It was my idea. Yeah. I still stand by it, though. Yeah, it's, no. I, listen, there's no point wasting good money. and you know, it's, it, not, it's not even that. It's the time. Yeah. Well, it's 37 minutes versus one hour nine on the way in is what we were seeing. And that's door to door. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I mean, because it, you know, it wasn't, it wouldn't be my money we were spending getting an Uber home. It just instinctively felt easier to get straight. And on it that was tube. the tube. At, what was it? 11.30 was not as busy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, great show, though. Thanks for everybody for coming out. First ever time doing a sold out Leicester Square Theatre. Good as gold. Um, and we're back again in June. If anyone wants to come to that one, if you missed uh, the one last week, check it out, marksimmons.co.uk. Uh, Got to make him do a bit of work, Mark. Yes. So uh, anything else happening recently with you in the world of comedy, Danny? Wow, We've just know. been on tour together. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you do. You oh, I had a gig without you the other night. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Uh, I haven't had a gig about you for Did ages. you say you were going to tell me you had lots to tell me about? Was that? Well, it's just a, it was just a funny kind of... So 
so it was a gig in Petworth. Oh yeah. And I've done I've been there before. Lovely theatre. Mm-hmm. Lovely little sort of close in hundred seat theatre. Mm-hmm. So I went along and I was doing an extended set. And I took my props because talk about props. I took them because I thought I'm in that in gear for, the, for yeah. with my show now. So I thought rather than try and rejig everything, I might as well just do what I do. So I got to this venue early, as always. I'd like to be nice and early. And when I got there, there was a coach arrived with with some special needs people on there, and then they they went into the venue as well, same time as I got there. So it was quite chaotic in the venue and there, there, was, there was a few people that were sort of in charge, but no one really knew what was happening. And I suppose this one guy, because upstairs is the theatre and downstairs, the, uh, the the special needs people were, they, they went into a room there and they were they were kind of getting settled. And then I, I went upstairs and I saw like a tech guy. So I just said to him, oh, I'm, I'm doing a comedy. Can I? And he just said, yeah. And he helped me bring my stuff in which was nice of him, like cart, help cart the stuff in across the road and then up the stairs. And I got him in there. I sat, sat in the in the stalls and I had me lunch, had a bit of food. And I was just about to sit up and they, they, I was going to ask him about rearranging something. And I went up to him. He just came up the stairs. I said, uh, can I move these chairs about? And he said, yeah, but by the way, are you on before or after Minions? <laughs> <laughs> it's never a good sign. At that point, I was like, alarm bells are ringing. Yeah, 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 that will. So, so, and and I, I, it was one of those things where I'd been told definitely it was that theatre. So I was quite sure I was right, but 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 in a way of like, I, I, but but whenever I'm in that situation, I will always say I'm pretty sure I'm right. But I in my head, I was like, I'm I'm sure I'm right. So I, I looked at the thing. The email said that. And then I went onto the website for the tickets and it said Reformed Church, which was round the corner. Right. So they changed venues. There's been some sort of mix up. Yeah. And they changed venues. So then we had to car. And there's such a nice bloke. He helped me carry all the gear around. And they went in and it's just this really weird little church doing a gig. in a, Have you done many gigs in a church? I mean, it was actually really nice in the end. But it... It was it was unusual. One or two because you got the what do you call the the, the, the altar, the altar and the what's the is it the altar? What's the altar? Altar is the thing with the water in it, holy water. No, that's um, that's a cup or mug or <laughs> no no no. Isn't there like a like a like a thing at the front like a? I mean, people will be shouting into their devices now. But is I, the altar? I, what's the altar? Well, altar you is pray just at the, front. the altar, don't you? That's just the, the front. front. Yeah, there's not an actual thing. <laughs> what's the thing that you stand yeah, it's a in? Bit, isn't it? The pulpit that takes you higher up. Pulpit, pulpit. That's a pulpit. There's one of those. Yeah, right next to me. Um, and I, actually, I just put a video up from that gig as well about the confusion. And uh, Carl, our friend Carl, wrestling Carl, mm-hmm. he put Mark sermons underneath. Which I thought was quite a joke. No, yeah, it's great. Very good. What I'm guessing here is they double booked. They realise that the the theatre's got a projector in for Minions. Yep. And they can't watch Minions in um, the church. In the church. Yeah, because no, no projector. No. That's how that's I guess that's probably what happened. But like I say, it was that it was really nice. I quite like a quirky venue. Like I don't know. I do know that some of the audience members, when they initially went in, weren't that happy because they they thought they were getting the theatre. Yeah. But actually, well, pul- I mean, no seats, not pulpit seats. What? Are they? Oh God. Pews. Pews. Just pews. pews. They're not very comfortable, generally, are they? Sometimes there's a cushion, but I think that's for kneeling on. Yeah. But also, here's another point. I said, that we're talking about this, and you, you want to get an in-between with, a, with, a, with chairs. You don't want them too comfy. 
because you, whenever you do a gig with and they're sofas or anything, they get too comfy, they don't laugh. And then you don't want too uncomfortable because they don't laugh. You want them in that just in between mm. bit, don't you? Yeah. Uh, interesting. Like, um, okay, venues that aren't comedy gigs uh, yeah, mm. or theatres. Yes. Go. What's your like? So we were just talking, done it on a boat. Oh, the weird yeah. places. Weird places. Okay. I've, I've, so car park, co- comedy car parks. Gig. Yeah. Yeah. I've done one of those. Done one on a boat. I've done one on a floating platform. What's a floating in a river. platform? It was like a, like a boat that doesn't move. Oh. I've done one in a, in a, on, on a campsite by a campfire outdoors. Uh, yeah. In, in a teepee. You've done one in a teepee. Mm-hmm. And a real teepee. I mean, it wasn't a Native American teepee. But it was a... It was a it's like Brussels sprouts, isn't it? The sprouts. Yeah, the yeah. TPs have to be Native American credit because I don't think this one was. No. Um, it wasn't buffalo skin to was start it, Was with. it called tee hee hee? It wasn't. That'd be good though, would it? Would it? Tee hee hee hee. As a comedy night, call it tee hee hee. Tee hee hee hee. Is that tee pee hee hee? Why, why tee- hee 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 hee? Because laughing. Right, tee pee hee hee hee. Got it. Do you know what I was thinking? <laughs> or tee hee 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 hee. I was thinking of. Oh, no, no. And no. I thought, oh, that's not on. <laughs> no, but you just did that. And that's on camera. Brilliant. <laughs> I've got you. <laughs> that's what, sorry, that's what my mind went. I was hey, but what, why is that? Why can't you do you that? You probably can. Because that is a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, is that... Oh, is it? Is it? Is I it mean, just the films? Yeah, yeah. Quite. yeah I, I, mean, I wasn't yeah. there, so... No, no, exactly. That's oh. the, I think that's how... But I would have thought that sounds like... That's an intimidation thing, isn't it? It's like in in martial arts or you, you shout yeah. when you're fighting that's that sounds to me like a i mean tatanka the Amer- native american wrestler oh yeah that's what you have done that since you were a kid and <laughs> that is <laughs> excellent so other places oh, other places uh, oh a bus uh, up top deck of a bus yeah i've done a bus which one was it the uh, blunder bus blunder bus yeah yeah um um, where else? Do you know? I, I saw recently Lou Sanders was doing one on top of the O2. Oh uh, yes, I've seen that. But where would you bring Lou Sanders up? Because I did a gig with Lou Sanders and Brett Goldstein in McCuncliffe in some caves, in some underground caves, mate. And there was a there was a there was a tour of the caves. Is it the King Arthur's caves? I, I can't it's answer minutes. that. I bet it is minutes from the cabin. Right from your little cabin. Well, not my unfortunate yeah, cabin. You, you, you can claim that. Um, so yeah, so what they do is they'd go, they'd have a tour around the caves and every so often there'd be a comedian standing there and oh, wow. th- they, we'd do a set and it wasn't as bad as it sounds. It was quite good. So yeah, so I've done one there. It's quite a good little feature this, isn't it? I, I, I'm sure if I th- had more time to think about it and didn't just spring it on us, yeah. I'd have loads and loads of, of, of different places. I did a nudist gig. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> not the place. The place was a normal pub, but it was, everyone was naked. Uh, were you naked? I knew. I wore one of those aprons. Right. With the naked man, did sort you? Of on, yeah, as a little sort of. And do you na- did you have any clothes on underneath? Oh, of course, yeah, fully clothed underneath. Oh. But I had, it, but the, the oh, apron a was a naked man, essentially. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah, we do though, don't we? We do, you do. You just you never, never know quite what, know what you're going to get. No. Until you turn up. That's uh, that's certainly the. Uh, oh, actually, it, audience could um, message in the craziest place that they've seen. Comedy. Comedy. Yeah bit of fun and other comedians weirdest gigs you've done and then we'll report back on that that's a quite a fun little thing not bad was it top yeah. of my head there just creating content speaking of sleep. interaction with audience members yes. we've got a really fun little thing now and I, I we need to be very audio conscious yes. of it because this is more of a visual thing yes because this is a, a visual trend on social media has been for a while of the unboxing nature 
I've never really been into the unboxing thing. I, I've only fairly recently found out what, what that is. Oh, it's crazy the number of views it gets. Yeah. So what what exactly, what is normal unboxing? People Self- just film themselves unboxing something. So you get the new PlayStation and you just... Right, almost, okay. And you just, you just unbox so it's not thing. So they're not surprises. They're things they know they're getting, but they, they're like, oh, this is this. Oh, look at this thing. And yeah, and it comes with this cable and, and oh, that's, you know... That, okay, uh, cool. Yeah, so we, we've got... An, we're going to do some unboxing now because... Do we, do we, yeah, we'll tell everyone what it is. The iron's here. The iron's arrived. Simon Knightley has made yeah. us an iron. It's, I'll be honest, it's been here a while. Yeah. But, and I haven't opened it. Well, what's the, pay, date, really... date, what's the um, postage uh, date? As, oh, is there a date on it? Well, oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. 27th of the 9th. 27th so of September. Two and a half Mate, months. That's one a, two months. Nearly two months ago. Blimey. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but that just shows how busy we've been. Because we've been on the road and we needed to be here to open it together for the camera. Yeah. And also, we had a couple of podcasts with guests. And, and also, the bloke did come. That's a bloke, Sam. The, the, the Simon. Bloke. Excuse me, and, Simon. And Simon would, did come I to a gig in Cambridge, didn't no, he? I mean, the, the fact that he's made this for us, I know he's a good guy. Yeah. But I met him. What a nice guy. Um, so what do so, I need to... So, so let's, oh, so let's, let's set the, it up, um, right? Let's set it up. You should also set up for people who aren't oh, regular, yes. for new listeners. Yeah, so what? I've got a joke. Yeah. So basically, this has been about three or four years. Mm-hmm. I've had the idea of having an iron on my head, not mentioning it on stage. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I'll go... Do you ever get the feeling you left the iron on? Nice. Yes. I think that's good. Yeah. Um, also, now we've got to the trouble of having some, someone's made it. Yeah. I really hope it works. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, what a waste of time. Right. I have to think of something else. So we were iron. discussing. Oh, and also, I couldn't, I tried, you, you just can't have a full iron on your head. No, it's One, it's too heavy. too heavy. Two, it doesn't balance. Yeah. I haven't got a flat head. No. So, so all these issues, uh, we came up and then uh, kindly, Simon volunteered yes. to create yes. an iron from what I'm guessing is polystyrene. Yes, that's what he and said. With, yeah. a, with a chin strap. I uh, don't know if he's provided a chin strap. I don't know. We'll find that well, out. We'll but I feel like we might have to yeah. add that to it. Yeah. Um, but it's lightweight. I mean, the box doesn't Let me feel like it. There. Doesn't. This is what they do, isn't it? They get lift it all the box. Let me feel there. Yeah. So, so let's get into this. Let's get into so, this. Just got to be careful. Do be gentle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go into. You don't the, imagine actually, if you don't imagine after all this, you just hoik the. I know. Right. Let's that side. Get, let's get that beautiful sound. Yeah. That's another well, thing we haven't talked about is, that, is the, sound of peop- the sounds that people like and listen to on repeat on YouTube. Do you know about those things? No. We'll get onto that another time. <laughs> Will we? Yeah. Okay, we're in. Okay, here Ooh, it some is. Polis- not, uh, some uh, bubble wrap. Yeah. Which is nice. That's nice, isn't it, bubble wrap? Because you can... Uh, Reuse it or pop it. Yeah, and I, it, I used to I love... Oh, Oh, I'm getting a real smell wow. out of the box. You have a smell of that. It acts okay. as a natural. Okay, here we go. Cleaner. Here it is then. It feels light. Yeah. Looks good. Wow, look at that. Look at that, mate. That is a work of art. He's even got the, the metal look on the bottom. And that, I would not mind having that on my head. Oh, it's weightless. It's that weightless. Is, that is it's be- beautifully crafted. So that some nice artwork on there. There's a space, uh, a couple of centimeters uh, wide, uh, in between the sort of the base that yeah. you would generally iron with and the unit, and that looks where you put the strap through there. <gasps> He's even left a strap gap. And that's where you get. We the call strap that strap gap. gap. Strap gap. That's what we call it in the game. <laughs> so I feel in like in the fake He's... iron industry, we call that the strap gap. I feel like he has. Um, design this yeah. with the idea yeah. that you are ironing the top of my head so the the hot plate yes is directly on top of my head but it would have that whereas that angled whereas when i've had photos in the past i've had it 
I the other so. way. So it's pointing up. But I quite like the the idea of it's ironing the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, well, that's my, that makes more sense. You so couldn't have it that angle, I'm afraid. What's that? You have to have it facing that way. Forward? Well, the chap tells a strap chap. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> strap gap that way. This is, this is welcome <laughs> to strap the, gap the, the, chat. The strap gap. <laughs> I've got to get this right. The strap gap is uh, in um, width, not length. And we need it to wrap around my head. So this is the strap gap wrap chat. Yeah. Shall I tell you what, though? What's I that? mean, this is beautiful. Absolutely chuffed to bits with this. Yeah. This is yeah. This is wonderful. Lots of detail. I think from a distance, I reckon that could even pass as a as a real one. Oh, I yeah. think up close, you can see that's not. Up close. But I yeah. think at a distance. I don't even know if joke-wise that matters. But... No one's expecting you to come out with a real iron on your head. Shall I tell you what? I'm, I'm, I don't get nervous for gigs, Danny. No. I'm a bit nervous about doing this. Like, what do you think other comedians... Because I'm going to have to try this at a new... But you can't back out now. I'm not backing out, Danny. What, 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 what do you think comedians <laughs> reaction... They think you might be having a mild breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's... I told you this. They go... Oh, oh that's him as he's a hothead. But do you, do you think, because I'm going to do a new material night, there's going to be a lot of comics on. I think you should test it on um, old material just in case, you know, it's uh, you, you can't iron it. That's a joke about some fabrics you can't iron. Material you can't yeah. iron. Oh, yeah. well done. Yeah, that, I mean, that didn't come, I didn't get that at all, but that's very good. Um, something about... Do you know when you, it if like the if audience, you get vanished, if the audience, test on an inconspicuous piece first. I, I won't use it on the audience because uh, I want it to stay creased up. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look mental. Yeah. But then, but then Tim Vine will go on stage with something mad on his head mm-hmm. or carrying something. Or, yeah. But so that's going to be, if it works, that'll be the next show. Well, I'm excited. I'll be in the, this will be, I'll in be the in next, the next show, show. As it in won't, not, won't be the next show. That's... Yeah, this is the next show. But yeah, that'll be, just walk on with an iron on me, Ed. Great stuff. I'm really excited. Great stuff. Thanks, Simon. Great. Um, anyone else wants to send us some stuff? Let us know. That <laughs> jokes with Mark. Anything else you want to stick on your head, Mark? Across all social media. Okay, so it is time to chat about the best man speech from Barbados. Hope you enjoy it, everybody. Here we go. We haven't spoken about the um, how this speech went. No, I've read a copy of the speech. You read? You haven't actually. Oh, what? You've read a copy of an a early draft. copy of it. Yes. It changed a lot uh-huh. actually, which we could talk about. Oh, please do. So, so I think we did briefly discuss maybe on the podcast last week that. So, as a comedian doing a best man speech, I've done a couple before. Mm. So okay, um, rubbing that one in. Because um, we also found out last week that you you haven't done one. Always the afternoon guest, yeah. never the yeah. Always on the odds and sides table. Yeah. Um, so have you ever done a speech? Uh, in, in terms of like a we- like at a wedding or anything. Well, no weddings, but actually three funerals. You know what? I'm I'm in awe of you for that because I it's grim. Don't think <laughs> I could do it. I'm really not good at keeping it together when. It's what, Even if it's someone I don't... This sounds horrible. If it's someone I haven't yeah. really got an emotional attachment with... Yeah, but unlikely to be making a speech at them. Unlikely to be making a speech. <laughs> but, but even if I didn't have an emotional attachment mm. to it, to them, yeah. if I saw someone yes. breaking down, of I'd course. go. No, no, I'm absolutely. terrible. But, so, but I know... Something like, like I've got a cousin. He, he's, like, like a, he's like a rock when he does that mm. sort of thing. I, just can't, I, just I guess it's it. one of those things that might well come through resilience and like you, the more you do them. I don't know. Maybe, what I, what yeah. I find is when I, and it used to happen 
when I public spoke as a youngster, sometimes. Only worked for a period of time and I managed to go over. But you get that almost inability to right. catch your breath. Mm. And you think, why is this happening? And it's actually, yeah. it's, 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 not, it's, not a, it's not a great feeling. Feel like I brought the tone down there. No, it's fine. But no, it's, it's interesting because it's all dark. And with those, did, was it a reading or did you write it? Um, I've read, I've written two speeches, and I've um, also read out speeches on behalf of. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, well done because I don't think I could, I don't think I could manage that. Well, they're much more fun at weddings, aren't but they? But it is more sure. fun. But as I was going to say, as a comedian, there is mm. a lot of pressure on doing. Yeah, because it's like, oh, here we go. Then let's see it gone. Then, yeah, because normally. People are sort of reading a bit shaky, reading from a bit of paper. And there's a real nice, like, a good feeling in the, in the room because they want... They you're, you're, they're being wheeled to, on to do well. Yes. One suspects that if they're a comedian, they might be, oh, go on then, Jester, what you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so but there's, so, there's a lot of old wedding jokes that have sort of been done by a lot of people because the people doing most wedding speeches aren't comedians. So they're not expected to be able to write really funny stuff. Um, so when I wrote my speech, I got some basic stories down about the group. But oh, there's so much, there's a lot to talk about here, actually, because as I spoke about last week, it's like knowing what I can get away with talking about. Because so we did mention, do I mention his past conquests? And I think we got a tweet from from. Well, I said no. You said no, and <laughs> I think I think I got a couple of tweets which basically said. For the no. love of God, <laughs> please don't do that. Yeah. So I didn't do that. Right. Well, I almost did it. Sort of did it. But we'll come to that. So, but also, so that to set up the... Oh, what was I saying just before that? I've got so much I want to say, Danny. Um, so I was saying about the pressure of the doing pressure stand The pressure of doing it as a comedian. So, so when I wrote this, the speech, I did have a couple of old old jokes in there. But good old ones. So not like... Not like, yeah. Now, what about Jaws? Not the Tears one. What's the Jaws one? Oh, no, just da-da. I'm just dumping. Oh, right, right. One of my jokes. One of your jokes. No, I, did, <laughs> no, I didn't put any of my jokes in. I think that would be a little bit too much. So I did put a couple in, because the Tears one, that's like a, an old classic. Yeah. What other one did I have in there that was like an old one? Wasn't it something about the, you? I know what it was. This speech it needs to be short, because apparently the speeches need to be as long as the night. Yes, there you go. So you say, I did a bit of research, and uh, I found out that a uh, best man speech is traditionally the same length as the wedding night. So I'm actually overrunning, and then you go to sit down. <laughs> it's a good joke. Yeah. It's a good joke. Yeah, and do you know what? But it's it, been done. Yeah, and it's I, been done. I, I, it, the first time I heard it, I, I, I uh, kicked the spindles off my, uh, <laughs> off my uh, crib. <laughs> so 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 what I did so when I was writing it I had it that as structure so I had a few bits that you sort of know were going to work because this is the trouble with a best man speech is it's new material that you've never been ab- ab- actually able to to hone or try mm. and also it's stories about someone that would never work on stage either so it's hard to actually assess how good it would be because you, it, w- it wouldn't work on stage because no one knows this guy so, um, so I did have some old jokes in there, but, but by the time I did the speech, I took them out. I've got plenty of stuff. Yeah. So they acted as scaffolding whilst you built around it. Yeah. Like a, it's, like it a, it's like a confidence thing mm, yeah, while yeah. I'm writing it. Yeah, I, yeah. I know there's some definite laughs there, but then as I wrote the stuff, I was like, oh, actually, mm-hmm. I'm quite confident in these bits. Uh- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, there was another one I was going to do. And you said that, well, no, another old one that I, I'd put in, but you said you didn't think I should because it, it was it was about, oh, yeah, yes, that was it. So it was one where you say, um, okay, so so this was a way I was going to get in a thing that no one else would understand. When we were kids, we were like real, I didn't actually do this in the speech at all because it's hard to get this across to an audience. We were a bit weird and we would use weird voices all the time to each other. And we'd sort of talk at the back of our throat, like, hello, like that, right. all the time. Hello, how are you? And we do that. It's so, it's so, it's so weird. It's a bit of fun, isn't it? <laughs> hello. So I was, and, and I don't even know why, but there was a thing where he, he the best, the, the groom, would always say something about Rory the Tiger. <laughs> I don't know where that came from at all. He goes, Rory the Tiger, like that. It quite, sounds quite funny to say. Um, I feel like people are going to think, what the fuck's going on here? And so, because he always used to say that, yeah, we. I was gonna say there's not many people could make it because we're in Barbados, but I wanted to just say you know list the people that that have missed out. So I wanted to go. So John said, can't, couldn't. Sadly, John couldn't make it. Sam couldn't make it. Uh, Rory the Tiger said hello. I, I wanted to do that because I think he would find that funny. No one else would understand it, which is a risk early on, which that would have been because that's going to be they're like what what's that. So that was sort of put me off because if that was later on in the in the set, then I'd be put a bit more confidence after I'd got some laughs. Yeah. But as the beginning, I wasn't too confident in that. And then the joke, the classic old joke is, um, and you say all these people's names, and you go, but they have all promised to come to his next wedding. Oh uh, yeah, that was right. And I yeah. said, I said, nah. You said can that. I said can that. I mean, it's because I said because fifty percent, fifty percent of weddings end in divorce. So I, I, anyway, it, it just seems a little bit. Um, I don't know. Well, the wedding doesn't Unsavory. end in divorce. <laughs> That'd be a very quick divorce. <laughs> so yeah, so that so I cut all the old jokes. So I just had original stuff. The last copy of the speech, totally original stuff, specifically for the wedding. Um, so so I was fairly a bit. I'm never particularly nervous, but I was I was a bit sort of. I don't know what the word is. But apprehensive. I, apprehensive, because I didn't know how each bit was going to land, because you'd never said it before. No. And what I, what I know is that if you say a joke and it doesn't land, it throws your rhythm a bit. So I, I was I was conscious that if something didn't land, I was conscious that I'd forget where I was going. Because their laughing time is your thinking time. Uh. 
for those of people that listened to last week's episode. People get rewarded for regularity here, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Good attendance. <laughs> so what I wanted to do... Oh, here... Okay, so before I go into it, oh, another thing that it, I right? hadn't... <laughs> sorry, I've got too <laughs> much... started yet. No, there's lots <laughs> I wanted to say. Yeah. So another thing is, when you do the best man speech, you're last, yeah? What? You go last. Oh, yeah? Always, yeah. Is that... Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Danny, but you'll find out one day. <laughs> um, so... It's been that long. It's been that long. <laughs> so the bet, so the the father of the bride, he goes first, right? Um, and then he covered something I was going into. Oh uh, no! Yeah, and then the, it's like when the MC talks about something you were going to yeah, talk about, yeah. And then the groom said something that I was going to. Oh, cover. it's like when the first act talks about something. So you I know. had to. My first couple of minutes, nah, I'd say first thirty seconds, shakyish, mm. because I was adjusting the bit on the fly, the wording. For, so, for example, there are a few different things. Like, I'd cut a whole bit. But there's a few different things. Like, the father of the bride mentioned the fact that he'd already written a speech before. Because but the cause, wedding cause was going to be... A couple of years ago. Yeah, but COVID's kept stopping mm. it. So, I'd got my, one of my whole bits was about the fact that I've got another speech. Yeah. So, when he started it, I was like, I really panicked. Because I was like, that's like a really good bit. And... But he didn't completely trample on it. He just mentioned it. So what I had to do was reword my in, because otherwise my in would be the same as his in for that bit. So I had to, on the fly, sort of jumble my way through it and get into it. So I had the idea that because it kept getting cancelled, I wanted to sort of say, this this is my new speech, but it's really annoying. I had to, as an in, I'd go... This is the the new speech. Uh, obviously, oh no, that's sorry. I'm sorry. This is um, this is a bit messy. We'll, I hope maybe we'll trim this a bit. There we go. So so I wanted to start on. So you have to have an in to make it feel natural. You can't just go into jokes. So I said, like the good news is they finally got married. That was sort of the the way to start it. Good news is they finally got married. Round of applause for the newlyweds. The bad news is I had to write another speech because my la- my original speech isn't relevant at all anymore. And then I'd just sort of look through it, scan it, and sort of say, like, this bit didn't work. That So it was like, um, yeah, none of this is relevant. Um, for example, their love so strong, even a plague couldn't stop the wedding. Uh, obviously. Yeah. 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 Do a, do a fake oh, giggle. Oh, sorry. Just so sorry. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I could, yeah. Excuse me. I know I'm sometimes guilty of... Just I'm just stonewalling I'm, me. I'm not stonewalling. Just think it in my head. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And what about the, the Queen as well? Um no, I, I cut that. Oh, I cut that. I'd have laughed at that one. I cut that. What? What? I Their love would be as eternal oh, as Elizabeth and yeah, Phillips. Or, yeah, or no, yeah, look, look at it, like uh, I can uh, see uh, why looking, you might have cut that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's risky. Yeah, bit soon. Bit um, soon. But then I changed that to I can tell that he loves her as much as Philip Schofield loves his wife, <laughs> which got a massive but, laugh. There we go. It was a big laugh. Yeah. And then the next line was, but we wish them all the best on their honeymoon in Ukraine. Boom. Which was another big laugh. Great. Which you'll now hear. Yes. So I've actually got it here. This was back in 2020, but none of it's relevant anymore. I know they last so strong, even a plague couldn't stop this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> but none of it's relevant. Uh, you can tell Conrad loves Holly as much as Philip Schofield loves his wife. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so yeah, but the Ukraine line, I was a little bit worried about because, like, do you bring a war up at a wedding? It's a bit like I didn't know how that would go down, but 
I in my head, I was, if, basically, if the first three lines didn't get laughs, I was going to cut the Ukraine. But the fact that the first ones did, I thought they'll roll with that. So yeah. So that so so that so that was a good start, and that got the ball rolling. That was also, I think, I think they they sort of appreciated it because it was a bit more original than your, your traditional, your traditional sort of, you know, best man speech. Yeah. So then we get to the point of the next thing about is the stories about the best man. So with this, within our group of friends, we find it fu- these things funny. But 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 the trouble with this wedding in particular, potentially, was there were two other people that we grew up with there from his side, his mum and dad, and that was about and, and a mate of his from uni, and that was it from his side. So so it's not like. It's not like you're playing to... If, so if it was a room full of all old mates. schoolmates... Oh, yeah, of course. They'd all laugh at the stories that they all remember. Yeah. Yes. but That but, always happens at weddings, though. That the best man will talk about things that really no one else could give two shits about. Oh, that time we, we, he got tied to a lamppost in yeah. Billericke. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone just sort of... But God, also, I avoided any sort of drunk stories or anything like that because I thought it's a bit, you know, it's not, it's not that interesting, is it? It's, how do you make that funny? It's just... Do you know what I mean? I don't think that's... Yeah. So, so, the, so it was just, so I was just waiting for embarrassing stories about yeah. him. The first one was, a, so this is where I said earlier that I didn't talk about his past conquests, but I did mention his first ever date that was only one date. Yeah, that was totally different. Yeah. And that was an interesting one because it's more weird than funny what, what he did. So basically the girl reported back at sixth form that he spent most of the time talking to her <laughs> about how much he likes drinking Red Bull. Yeah. Right. So... <laughs> So I how many times he did mention it. I, that's, that's what, that's, Maybe he'd drunk a ba- Red Bull before the date. And well, he, was so, he, 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 was, he was nervous. That's all that, yeah, not had, he was nervous. A, he didn't know what to talk about. A lot about. of caffeine in that stuff. And, and he'd, got, he'd got the Red Bull in front of him. I don't know. I don't know. But that, that just sort of stuck with I our friends. I think it's quite endearing, really. Yeah, it's, exactly. And that's a nice thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's funny. But, but that didn't get a massive laugh, as you'll now see now. And, uh, I remember the next day she... She came in, I don't know how he did this, but apparently he spent the entire day telling her how much he likes drinking Red Bull. <laughs> I'll be honest, I can't actually remember how it went down, but I, I remember thinking it went okay, but it wasn't like a big laugh. And then I told a story about... So, so, so I went from that, so that was his first date fail, into another sort of fail where we were all on the beach once and this really attractive lady came up, started walking towards us and they, she waved at him and he sort of confidently waved back, gave her a wink. I added that for the, for the story, which, re, which added to mm-hmm. the, the reveal. Like, so, so I wanted to show he was sort of overconfident. Yeah. And what he didn't realise was she was actually waving at her boyfriend behind him and then looked confused at him and just went like that, just flipped in the bird, right? <laughs> so that, that story we, we retell quite a lot yeah. amongst our friends because it was really fun at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that went down the tree, actually. That went down the tree. Yeah, that is a good in that. We were on the beach once and uh, it was after school. We were quite a few mates and this really beautiful woman started walking over towards us and she waved at Conrad. And Conrad confidently waved back and gave her a wave. But what Conrad didn't realise was she was actually waving at her boyfriend behind her. <laughs> and just looked at Conrad really confused and just went. <laughs> and then after that, I was, and then the way I linked it into um, saying something nice about the, uh, the, the bride was I'd say, but look at him now. How, look how far he's come. He's now 
which actually got a laugh, which wasn't meant to. So I think her family were sort of thinking I was being sarcastic, yeah. which I wasn't. So I went, no, no, that's not the joke. Um, and then I sort of said how nice she looked. And then I, oh yeah, that was it. So this is a little silly little joke, which I said, everyone knows that, he, you know, he likes going to the gym, always has like going to the gym and working out, but even he can't work out how he's pulled this one off. A lot of you all know Connor's always liked going to the gym and working out, but even he can't work out how he's managed to pull this one off. <laughs> That's a nice lighthearted compliments the bride. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Then after that, I... Is, this your, is it your visual piece? No, nope, not yet. Okay. The next one was another embarrassing thing that he did. So I was going to say he's... Oh, then I, I complimented the wedding venue. I said, it's beautiful. And it was a beautiful yeah, wedding. Yeah, I mean, it was really, it was I, I, really I've only nice. seen one picture, but... Yeah, I, it was ridiculous. Can't have been hard to compliment. Yeah. And so I complimented the venue. I said, he, it's, and I said, that I was going to say something nice about him. He, like, he suits this because he's always been trendy. He's always had, you know, had good taste. Um, and then I tell about these trainers that he bought. And they were expensive, Nike trainers. And I always, I always remember because they're expensive because you could personalize them on the side. Yeah. And then, so I could just say the punchline of what he got. But the way I sort of comedically wrote it was I said, you're probably wondering what he had. Did he have, I don't even want to give his name away. Call him Martin. Did he have, oh no, I can't do that. Just call his, I don't think Conrad. His name's yeah. Conrad. So did, did, <laughs> did, he'll be right with it. Um, it's over now, isn't it? Did he have Conrad? No, he didn't. Yeah. Did he have Conrad and his surname? Uh-uh. What he went for was Bad Boy CJ, which got a really nice reaction, as you're going to hear that in a minute. And then after that, what's interesting, I had an extra line of, because I wanted to get across that we were in this little village. It wasn't like we're in sort of in the middle of central London and he was a bad boy. Like, and I said, well, so he was rolling around our point out He is a white bloke as well. And he's a white bloke. So. He, he, I said something about his rolling around our little village like his puff daddy or something. And that got a good laugh, which to me, normally in a, in a set, like a comedy set, I wouldn't, that, that would be a week, that'd be something weak, that'd be a nothing thing. But it actually got a good laugh. I remember once when we, I don't know how old we were, about 13, 14, he bought a pair of Nike trainers. <laughs> And they were very expensive, and I'll always remember it, because the reason they were expensive was because you could get them personalised on the side. I know you're probably wondering what he got. Did he get Conrad? No, he didn't. Did he get C. Lindstall? He didn't. What Conrad got was Bad Boy CJ. <laughs> Rolling round our little village in Ken like Puff Daddy. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, but this type, they probably got, they probably realised you're not shit at this point. I yes. Mean, you've got, yeah, you've they, won, you've got yeah. them, right? And also, I'd, I was in the flow. At the beginning, I was a bit stumbly. So then, you, so you always, you have to say something nice about the groom. But at the beginning, I said, I'm not really going to say anything Yeah, you nice. stitch them up and then you... Yeah, so I said to him, and this is all true. I said, um, someone told me that the key to a successful marriage is hard work. And he is, I said, he's the hardest working person I know. And he genuinely is. I said he's got about 30 jobs, which again, it got a laugh because everyone knows he's got loads of jobs. And then I say one of which is modelling. And then this is an interesting thing. So I've got, a, I've got a, a visual joke here. So I'd say I'd like to show you all his finest work. And what I did was I just got this picture of he did an advert where he's sitting on the toilet using a holding a mini basketball, throwing a basketball into a, yeah. one of those mini Yeah, so it's nets. a game that you could buy to play on yeah. the toilet. But he's got his trousers down net. and it looks really funny because yeah. he's, he's... You sitting. attach the net to the door yeah. and then you can just play basketball while you're sitting on the bog. So you create this thing that he's doing this modelling stuff and yeah. that's reality. It worked, 
But it took a while for it to kick in because what I discovered was when I was talking about him being a model, I think they were expecting some funny sort of topless photos. I, I got the vibe when I was saying it. I was like, oh no, they're expecting that. And when I revealed, it took them a while to process what they were seeing. Now, if I had me time again, yeah, I would next, print next off. Next wedding. I would print off. His next wedding, yeah. His next wedding. I would print off two topless model photos or something so you go there like all legit ones so roller three yeah i go there's one in a suit there's like a glamour sort of of him yeah right and then do the reveal of the silly one Uh, i think that would have i think initially i think i think that they would have got a laugh just his normal photos to start with and then the last one would have got a bigger laugh so on reflection it still worked but it it wasn't as And, and also can i say I mean, I don't know how big the venue was and I don't know how good people's eyesight was, mm. but I know you only had it as an A3. A3, yeah. So if it was... I've, and I've, also, so it was wide. It was land, the audience were landscape. Yeah. So I had to manoeuvre yes. so they didn't all see it at you once. You can imagine a, a, you'd got a much bigger pop in a PowerPoint presentation. 100%. Of course. Definitely. If you popped it up, yeah. everyone can see it. Yeah. Boom, there yeah. it is. Ha yeah. ha, really but funny. It, it was that thing where I moved it and then people gradually laughed yeah, as and, they were and, seeing and, it. And, and it's just not as impactful when you've not got as good at eye on something is yeah yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. but then again if you're gonna have your wedding in barbados you ain't gonna be taking a projector with you no correct but also it, it, it luckily that it wasn't huge so it was quite compact so yeah, it's a very so, small so island could, everyone could, so everyone could see it um so that that got a laugh and then i had a punchline after that which was so you probably think to yourself you know with his landscaping his fencing his personal training his RAF work, how could he possibly find time for modelling jobs? But as you can see here, he has managed to squeeze one out. I know you're all probably thinking, you know, what with his landscaping, his fencing, his personal training, <laughs> his RAF work, how could he possibly have time to do any modelling jobs? But as you can see, he did manage to squeeze one out. <laughs> <laughs> probably all that Red Bull. <laughs> and then I said, uh, probably all that Red Bull. Yeah, nice. And then, and at the end, please put your hands together. Uh, no, raise your glasses for a lifetime of happiness for Mr. and Mrs. Bad Boy CJ. And yeah, it, that got a really we call nice... call that a callback, don't we? Yeah, got that nice... Oh, oh. Sugar. sorry, getting excited. Um, and that callback is actually courtesy of one of my friends, Cornelius. Yeah. Because I ran it, the whole thing past him, and he came up with that. It was, it was nice. It went really well. And, it, you know, then got to eat after that. Beautiful wedding at a dance. But lovely stuff. What was their first dance? It was one, one I didn't know, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. But it was lovely. It was good. Yeah, it was, it was a very nice wedding. It was really good. And then after that, I could relax. Because all the time, I was there a couple of days before in Barbados. And it's lovely and all that. But I couldn't completely relax because I was wanting to, to deliver a good speech. So once that had happened, completely relaxed. I had a really nice time. Crack on with the tour now. Yeah. Looking From Barbados to, mm. to Norwich. <laughs> yeah, rock and roll. There we have it. Lovely stuff. Um, thank you very much, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. Any feedback, let us know at Jokes with Mark. If you want to see the uh, best man speech or little clips from it, uh, keep an eye out on my social media at Jokes with Mark. Uh, anything more from you? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Danny. Dagawooga, everybody. Come see us on tour. Bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.